Morning all. How are we? Are we well? Five days. Five days to the big day. He's coming. He's coming. I was going to do the Julia joke, but there she is. Five days till Julia's birthday. Yes. There we go. Oops. So my name's name's Jordan. I'm on the youth team here at Long Eaton Oasis, and um, I'm just going to come and speak to us for a couple of minutes. I'll keep it short because I'm aware that the kids are in. And um, I just want to speak briefly um, on the king, which is the theme of today. So I just want to welcome you. If you're a guest this morning, if this is your first time, will you give me a wave? Go on, let's give it up for our first timers this morning. So before I start, I just want to thank um, Leanne for putting this morning together because I haven't done anything um, she said to me, oh, I've got this idea about doing king, stocking, shot. I said, great, let's do it. And like most things, she just went and did it, I think, for fear of me messing it up. So can we give Leanne a round of applause for this morning? So I want to start by playing, I want to play a game that we've played once before in, in youth on a Thursday, and it's called How Many of Us? So I want to, what was that groan for? Disappointed groan. So... The way how many of us works is I ask a question that starts with how many of us, and then you put your hand up if you fall into that category. So I'm going to start with, and this is a festive, festive themed because it's Christmas. So I want to start with loud and proud, if this is you, how many of us have finished our Christmas shopping and wrapped it? Oh, come on. Give it up for these guys. Give these guys a round of applause. So, I did notice there was a lot more females in that category, which I did expect. I didn't say it at the start, because I didn't want to, you know, gender stereotype, but men, come on, sort it out. Second, how many of us have finished our shopping, but yet to wrap? Oh, that's a good effort. That's a good effort. The Dawson family there, loud and proud. Thirdly then, how many of us need to finish shopping? This is the category I fall into. Just got one more thing. Got one more thing to buy my brother-in-law, but we're not sure if he's on the nice list yet. And finally, if this is you, unashamedly, if this is you, how many of us need to start? <laughs> right, so do you know what I said before about women being in the first category? As expected, these men and Annette. So... <laughs> So to you, gentlemen, I say, all the best. As somebody that's been there before, not with the shopping, but with the aftermath of what you get for not doing the shopping. We've all been there. But I want to look at, quickly, um, the birth of Jesus in Matthew. And Joash has already read it. Can I just say as well, I didn't tell Joash to say Margi, whatever he said. That wasn't... I didn't tell him Margie. I didn't tell him to say Margie. He said, is it Maggie? I was like, no, it's Magi. Margie. It wasn't me. I didn't put Joash in it. So anyway, Matthew 2, verse 1 to 2 says this. After Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea during the time of King Herod, Magi from the east came to Jerusalem and asked, where is the one who has been born King of the Jews? We saw his star and it rose and we were come to worship him. Then Herod found out about all this and he tried to trick them into telling him where Jesus was. We pick up in verse 9. It says this. After they heard the king, they went on their way and the star they had 
seen when it rose went ahead of them until it stopped over the place where the child was found. When they saw the star, they were overjoyed. On coming to the house, they saw the child and his mother Mary. They bowed down and worshipped him. They opened their treasures, which we've just heard about, and they presented him with the gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. So um, that's the the verses we're going to read from today, what we're going to use. And I've picked out two things, really, that I I feel that I've learned from the wise men reading that. There are probably more than two. I'm sure there are a lot more than two, but they're just the two things. But I want to quickly talk about an event that happened in the world a few years ago in 2013. And this event was crazy. It was like the whole world was watching. Um, This was an event that wouldn't just make history. It would change and alter history. It was huge. Every single person was talking about this, probably not just in Britain or Europe, but in the world. And it was one of the biggest news events that I can remember in my lifetime. Anybody guess what happened in 2013? which was global news. Birth of the prince, yes, Dawson's. The birth of Prince George, right? Everyone went mad. Everyone went crazy for the birth of this baby. And I'm, I'm not sure if it was just me, but I just thought, what does it, what's it got to do with me? What's it got to do with me? And there's me. There's me. I've just finished uni. Um, I was trying to get a job, and I was really struggling. And then this baby was born, and it's got everything that he'll ever want. And there's me, I think a bit of jealousy inside of me just thought, oh, it's a baby, you know, I've got a GCSE in geography, what's he got? What's, what's his baby got? What has he got? What has he got? And I've worked hard for my C at geography, and um, this baby was born, and like I said, everyone went a little bit mad for this baby, and I've found some things online, and hopefully they come up on the screen in a minute. Things that you can buy to mark the birth of Prince George. So, if Jane, if you could put those up, or the first one, if it's, if it's going to... Swifty. There we go. Hooray for Prince George! Woo! You could buy a mug that says, Hooray for Prince George. And every day when you're drinking your peasant coffee, you can drink it out of the royal mug. The second one that I found was this. A commemorative plate from Harrods, which says... The first baby of the Duke and Duchess of Cambridge, 2013. Lovely, lovely. To buy a plate from Harrods, I'd have to remortgage my house, which I now have. Thank you, thank you. Next one. This one was obviously brought out before the name was revealed, because it says this. To commemorate the birth of Prince Name Here, the 22nd of July, 2013. That's a nice little bear. You can give your kid the bear. The next one I found quite ironic. It's a silver spoon. Um... (laughs) to commemorate the birth of his royal highness prince george of cambridge and the royal highnesses the duke and duchess of cambridge that's lovely that a nice silver spoon now we're getting a bit weirder with the next one this is the tea towel so again as you're washing your own dishes you can uh use a tea towel with the uh prince george's name on there in the birth next one this is this is what i found particularly strange this is a book from America, um, called A Joyful Royal Debut, which is a book about how Prince George was revealed. And I think I'm not alone when I say that's a weird picture, isn't it? Isn't that weird? So getting a bit stranger, some cheese. You could, uh, you could celebrate the, the birth of Prince George with some handmade cheddar. 
10 pounds. Is that the birth of the, is that the baby's weight, 10 pounds? Or is that the cheap? That would have been good if that had happened. I'd have bought that. And finally, this is very strange. Sick bags. So if, ladies, if you're feeling a bit queasy when you're having a baby, you can buy a royal sick bag, which says at the top, shake, rattle and rule. Royal sickness bags to commemorate the birth of Prince George. And I think that's it. I think that's all that I found. If you still want to make any purchases, you can do that on Amazon. I'm under no commission. Um, but my mum came up to me <clears throat> in 2013, and she went, hey, what do you think about Prince George? Mum's not from Essex. Don't know what happened there. Mum's from Essex all of a sudden. What do you think of Prince George? Um, and I was like, to be honest, mum, I'm not, I'm not particularly bothered. Like, I'm not an anti-royalist. I'm not one of these that's like, down with the royal family. But I'm not a Sally Sanders either, on the other hand. I'm not a, I don't love the royals. I don't program it in to watch the Queen's speech. If I watch it, I watch it. But I'm kind, of, I'm kind of in the middle. And I said something along the lines of, he hasn't even done anything yet. What if he turns out to be horrible, Mum? And my dad looked at me and he was like, oh, get a grip. You just get a grip. And I was thinking about the birth of Jesus the other day. And we've just heard about um, how the wise men traveled and they gave gifts. And I thought, they went all that way. And I was talking to Andy in the week. They went all that way before Jesus had even done anything. Before he'd even done anything. And Andy said, yeah, but, you know, we're... another thing that I heard was that the journey would have taken years. You know, that he probably would have been a toddler by the time they got there. It doesn't really say that he visited them. They visited him in the stable. That journey would have taken a long time and they went before he'd even done anything. And um, I was talking to my dad about this and he said to me this. He said, Jordan, let me ask you a question. If Jesus hadn't done anything for you, would you still worship him? I said, well, yeah, of course. And that answered my first question, really. They went and worshipped Jesus before he'd even done anything, purely because who he was. Purely because who he was. The wise men had the faith and the obedience to go in search of a king before he'd even done anything at all. They went and they gave gifts um, purely because who he was. And who he was was the saviour, the messiah, it was the fulfillment of ancient prophecies, as Josh read out in Matthew 1, 5 to 6. He was the king. And they went and they gave these gifts and they worshipped him purely because he was God in human form. He was Emmanuel, God with us. And I want to challenge you. This was the first challenge that uh, I, read, I got out of this, really. In our lives at the moment, we might not feel like God is up to much. We might not feel like Jesus is particularly doing anything. We might feel like... God hasn't given us a reason to worship him at the moment, especially around Christmas time. And, you know, for those of us that have lost loved ones, it's, it's a bit of a tough time and we might not feel like worshiping. But regardless of all of that, we worship him because of who he is. And who he is is Emmanuel, God with us. You know, they didn't go to Jesus to see what good things he could give them. They went to give the good things to him because of who he was. Which, again led me to another challenge, which was this. Like, Prince George, people went and celebrated his birth before he'd even done anything. The wise men went and worshipped Jesus. Matthew 2, verse 2, it says this. And they asked, where is the one that has been born king of the Jews? So they already knew he was the king. They asked for the king. And when he, we saw his star, and we have come to worship him. The wise men went and worshipped him before he could even feed himself. Never mind before he fed the 5,000. They went and worshipped him before he could even walk. They didn't wait till he walked on water. 
to worship him. But the thing is, he's done those things now. He's done those things. And I want to ask the band if they'll come back. Um, I'm going to bring it into land. But this is, this is my question. Before he'd even done anything, they worshipped him. So how much more should I worship him now in my life? It says in Luke 19.10 that Jesus came to uh, seek and save the lost. He, wasn't come, he didn't come just to be born to fulfill... Reuben, I'll finish in a minute. It's all right. Um, he, didn't come, he didn't come just to fulfill prophecies. He came to seek and save. And we read the, the life of Jesus. That's what he did. He grew up. He got baptized. He died. And he rose again so that we could be connected. We could be reunited with God again. He came and he did those things. And the wise men went and worshipped Jesus before he'd done anything. So how much more should I give now that he's done everything? You know? How much more should we give now that he's done everything? So this is my final thought. Christmas time isn't just about celebrating the birth of Jesus. It is about that, but it's not just about that. It's about celebrating the birth of our Lord and our Savior, our healer, our provider, everything that we need over this Christmas time and beyond. We come and we worship the King. We come and we worship Jesus, who wasn't just a baby in a manger, but he was the Lord of all. And he is today and he always will be. So I just want to pray as we close and the, the band are going to sing us out as we, as we rejoice the birth of our King. So God, I thank you for Christmas time. God, I thank you for your son, Jesus. That not only did he come and was born to us, but he came to seek and save us, to save me. God, and we look at the, the wise men, how they gave what they had. They gave their time, their efforts, and their gifts before you'd done anything for who you were. God, we worship you first and foremost for who you are. God, I pray for those people here that maybe feel like you're not doing much at the moment, God. But I just pray that you'd remind them of who you are this morning. And their response will be to worship you, the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, God. And I just thank you that you did all those things that we mentioned. God, I thank you that you are active today. God, I thank you that your work didn't end with the writing of the Bible, but you are alive today, this Christmas time. So God, we say we love you. We thank you for all that you've done. God, and I pray that we'll have a great Christmas, all of us. Amen. Amen.